Are you driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? Then this is your backstage pass to level up. I'm Emma, your marketing mentor and biggest cheerleader. With over 10 years experience, I'm spilling all my secrets to max out your marketing game. Expect authentic conversations as I dive into actionable strategies, behind the scenes stories, and hard won lessons to give you the confidence and tools to boss your marketing career. Whether you're a recent graduate or a marketing director, this podcast is for you and the whole marketing community. You'll walk away feeling inspired and equipped to become the marketing lead you want to be. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notebook, and let's level up together. Hello, welcome back to Marketing Nuggets, and we are going to be talking all things CVs or resumes today because it's something that I did a podcast on and I thought I'd done more on these but I actually haven't and something occurred to me over Christmas about the biggest mistake that I've ever done on my CV and I realized that I've never spoken about it so I thought let me tell you guys about it so you can learn about not to do it and what to maybe start doing from now and then also going to finish this episode with some tips that I would apply after learning about my CV but also reading hundreds and hundreds of marketing CVs over the years. So let's get straight into it as always. So first things first, every year at the end of each year, I create a key achievements and you might have to do this at where you work. A lot of people do it as part of your yearly review. It could be measured against the goals that were set at the beginning of the year. It could be the goals that were set as a marketing department. I was going to say KPIs, but yeah, your KPIs from the beginning of the year and really the impact that you had on the business. A lot of people have to do this for, yeah, their kind of internal review. And I've always done it at the end of every single year. And every time this happens, at the beginning of every year, I say to myself and my team, don't forget that at the end of this year, we will have to do a evaluation of ourselves. So, Don't forget to be recording these achievements that you hit throughout the year to make this process easier. So do you know what happens? For maybe January to March, we're all good at this. We remember things that we we write down what we've done. And then usually, you've usually forgotten by about April that you need to be doing this because you've forgotten how difficult this was last December to do. And then you get to December and then you forget what happens. And classically, every year I think, oh, I'll remember this. Or I'll remember that I sent this email to this person that's got all these stats on that we achieved as a marketing team and I'll go back and get it. It's fine. You think I'll always remember. Let me tell you, you don't. Now, if you times that by 10 years, you get into a bit of a situation where you have nothing to show for your career. Okay, that's a bit extreme, but having these bite-sized achievement reviews throughout your year helps you astronomically. I cannot tell you. (laughs) And the reason why I'm saying this is if you've listened to a previous episode where I've spoken about CVs, you'll know that my biggest piece of advice, and it has always been my biggest piece of advice when creating your CV, is something that I feel like I was not really taught when I was writing my CV in business school. It's don't write me your job spec. 
So I don't want to read your CV if you were a social media marketing manager and you list out what you did because I know what you did because I know what a social media manager does. I want you to tell me what impact you had within that role. What makes you a good, special, efficient, effective, impactful social media manager? So some examples of this would be you increase followers on X platform by X amount in X time. Make sure you make it quantifiable. Like I need to know both elements of that to make it a judgment on it. It could be from a percentage. It could be from a numbers point of view. Did you increase the engagement rate? More importantly, what from what to in what time period? You could also write other things like what's the best reach you achieved on one post? What idea did you have that maybe went viral or had the best impact? So they're the kind of things that I will be looking for as reading through a CV. And then they're the kinds of things that I will pick out and ask you about to extend and and talk about when I get you to interview stage. So I really like to see that because... Anybody can write a CV saying that they did a job, but it's what makes it individual to you and what you did on it. So having that piece of knowledge coupled with what I've said at the beginning really shows why it's so important to write down what you achieved. Let's get into a story time so you can put it into a bit of a context. So my very first role after I'd done my internships was at Fanatics. It was previously called Kitbag. And This was where I was doing American sports and I was doing a bunch of digital things. So I was looking after websites, social, email, all kinds of different things. And within those different areas, I was looking at all kinds of different ways to create improvements, be that improvements from click-through rates in emails, be it increasing the databases within each fan section. It was also looking at conversion rates on websites, looking at how we can increase abandoned baskets, what nurture emails we can put out from an automated point of view to get people to buy, what we can add in terms of like just email flows. So lots of things that were very helpfully, very quantifiable, right? There was literally numbers against all of those things that I did to tweak, improve from big changes to small changes. So what I did was every month I would send my manager an email of these are the results and these channels which I've done and every quarter he would then get that together and he would send it to his manager. So great for the business, absolutely great and it was great for current me 10 years ago when I did this. It's not so great for future me because I don't have any of those stats. I have a couple of stats, but like literally the bare minimum. And thank goodness I've got some stats, but not as many as I would want. And what's the first thing that happens when you leave a job? If you don't know, it's that you lose access to your mailbox. So literally I am kicking myself 10 years on from that role that I have basically nothing to show for it outwardly. I know what I learned there. I had a great time, lots of memories, lots of photos. I don't have the key big stats that made my impact had within those areas. And it is difficult sometimes as a marketing team to show what you specifically did versus your team. And I think that that's okay to have a bit of both because at the end of the day, you are within a marketing team usually. And so you can say, I individually helped do this, which helped the overall marketing goals to be why. So you can't claim, oh, as the social media exec, I did the, I made the revenue for the entire business for the year X. Like 
you can't you can't go that big however you could show how you contributed it on a smaller level and so that's where you could be like we got the main campaign of the year to have a million views in 48 hours resulting in x percentage of sales directly from organic social if you want to go down that route we don't have to go down but do you see what I'm saying? So that role was great for me at the time. However, now looking back, I'm like, oh, I have not as much to show for that as I really wish I did. And you never know when it might come in handy either. So it's not just that you want it on your CV. It might be that, uh, say in five more years, you haven't done email marketing for a while. You then go back and go, oh, I did email marketing at my first job. What did I do there? What were the steps that I took to have that impact? And what impact did I have? Because trust me, you forget. Off the back of this, what I have learned is every time you write one of those reports to your manager, it could be monthly. It Monthly is 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 quite regularly. So it could be that you take the best bits every quarter and write it somewhere that you keep it. So my advice would be to write it if you have like a Google Drive that's personally your email, write it in there like your achievements. A lot of people always talk about when you have a nice nice piece of feedback from somewhere more senior, save it for when you're having a bad day and then you can look at it, which I absolutely agree with as well. But I think less people talk about, yeah, but you also need to save what you did from an impact point of view that will help your career in, the, in a couple of years, having a nice email from somebody senior saying that I did a good job is really nice. And there might be a time and place for it, say, if I have a online portfolio or on my LinkedIn, but it's not going to really help as much on a CV. I can't be like, oh, I got this really nice email saying a good job. Yeah, but what was the good job that you did? So they kind of go hand in hand. But for your CV, you want those impact led numbers. Secondly to this, another mistake from me to learn from is update your CV regularly. Now, the ideal for me would be for you to update your CV every six months. Yearly is okay, but I would rather you did it every six months. And this doesn't mean that you're going to move to another role. It doesn't mean that you're looking. I think get out of the habit of thinking that you only look at your CV when you're unhappy at your job or you want to move on to a new challenge. Because once you get to that stage, you're already trying to do 15 different things. You're trying to be looking for recruiters. You're trying to be looking for new jobs out there. You're trying to probably still do your current job. And so just having a really great CV is something that then is going to add another thing to your plate. It's another thing that you need to look at. And it's more difficult to do it kind of in that mindset versus writing your CV when there's no kind of pressure on you. You want to make it the best that you can. And it is, that is a much easier way to do it than sitting down after five years. And then you're literally like, yeah, what have I done? (laughs) I've honestly been there and it is so much more difficult. Okay. So the third thing, and this third thing is the biggest mistake that I have done and I regret. And 10 years later, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd have done it. And then I'm like, do I start? But it's kind of late now. I don't know. So in the marketing field, when I first started, if you were a general marketer like me, you had your CV. If you were a designer or if you were something more in the creative space, as well as your CV, you also had a portfolio. So this portfolio got more digital, obviously, and now people have websites and they have uh, links and you can click and see all of their work, which is awesome. Okay. And it was only kind of for that area of marketing. And that was just the only people that did it. But this is really showing my age, especially when I started, there wasn't the likes of Canva. There was, yeah, some website tools where you could do like create a website, but not as easy as it is now. 
And I don't have anywhere, except my podcast, to show the work that I have done. So I've no nowhere to show my craft in terms of being a head of marketing and the areas where I worked on. And I've got I've had some big things in my career. I've done live events in London, big retail launches for some really incredible, well-known brands. Uh, NFL London, NBA playoffs, England cricket, taking tanks up Snowdon, doing big influencer stunts, parachuters from the sky, all kinds of big visual bold things. And not anywhere are they on my CV. I mean, there's a couple of words in my CV that talk about them, but you don't get the impact. And it's something that I'm like, why didn't I ever think this would be relevant for me to do as well as the creative side of people, like I've worked on these big brand campaigns and so I should be showing it. And I'm like, honestly, like looking through my phone photos and I'm like, oh yeah, I did that. Oh yeah, I did that. And it's like, if I can't even remember, like how am I meant to get that across in a two-page CV that is on paper? And so it's something that I would love to start, even if it's just something really, really simple on a maybe WordPress or Wix or Squarespace, one of those areas, or even Canva. I'm sure you can do a decent amount in Canva now to make this happen, to then send it along with your CV so that it really just pops and it really helps then the person reading your CV connect the two together and be like, oh, so not only is this the impact that they've had like from the stats on their CV, but here are a couple of the examples of things that they have worked on, which you can then talk about if you get to the interview stage. There's lots of different ways to do this. It could be a video. Some people do show reels, which is really cool. I'm probably not creative enough to do a video, but there's just different things that you can do. And it's all about just adding to it bite size at a time. Again, not when you're looking for a new job, just so that you have it. And you can be like, look, this is what I've been doing because I think so often that we get so buried in our work that we forget that we also need to be thinking about just us in general and look back at it and also it's just a really cool thing for you to have to go look at everything that I have done and not have to go to the brand's website all of the time to do it so that's something that I kick myself that I've never done if if I could give anybody wherever you are in your career it would be thinking about how you can start to visually also show what you have done as a marketer just think to really set you apart from when you are interviewing and that could be anybody from junior to senior marketer and there's other ways to stand out as well one of my favorite things that somebody has done to stand out was they were a junior marketer and it was for a social media role and they sent me a video of what they would do with the product they'd like edited it they'd like like narrated it and it was just like it was just really good because it showed me their passion and that they really wanted that role and that they had the skills to do it as well and it was something that just stood out to me she got an interview immediately from me watching that video I think I scanned her CV very very quickly but it was a video that really made the decision making from me and she did that off her own back sometimes you'll see job specs out there and they're like oh also submit something like that I don't necessarily like that way because I think you're asking me to do something a challenge to even qualify but I like that you would take the initiative to do it so don't not do that just because it doesn't say because think of something that make you stand out make you show your especially if it's something that is a creative role I think really helps 
Okay, so just finishing off with some quick fire tips for CV writing, which I have always done, learned, and yeah, lessons from me reading a heap. So two pages max of your CV, no matter how senior you are, you're going to have to decide what stays and what goes. I do not want to be reading more than two pages of writing, and I'm sure that nobody else does either. Also cut down the amount of words that you are using on your CV within each of the areas. I think far too many times I see paragraphs and paragraphs and I'm like, just tell me the core facts, tell me what I need to know. Really use simplified ways of saying what you want to say because people are reading so many CVs that I just hate it. And bear in mind, this is my point of view as a, as a head of marketing. This is not as a HR. HR might say something different, but that is just my experience. Your layout is really actually important. Make it clear, easy and very readable. I think that sometimes you're so focused on putting so much information in there that you don't really think about the layout. Make that really easy and make it easy on the eye and just make a difference. I actually can't tell you how critical spelling is. I have known cases where people like CVs and they're going to put them through to interview stage but then they see spelling mistakes especially if it's like a writing role a lot of roles within marketing you're going to have to write copy think of it from website to email to social to blogs there's just so many places where copy is kind of intertwined and it just shows attention to detail as well which I always think is a really good skill to have and so having a spelling mistake on your CV, it's probably doing you more damage than you even believe it is because it is like kind of a red flag already and you can simply solve it. Okay, I like a personal snapshot at the beginning. I think that this is something where you focus on your key areas and your key strengths and within your marketing field, what are your areas? That's where I'm really looking to see what area in marketing that you are an expert in or you are working in or that you are interested in. That's where I'm looking for those keywords to jump out at me and also to show what you're passionate about as well. Of course, add as many numbers as you can to the impact that you have had, which I have spoken about half of this podcast on. Keywords are very important. So depending on what the role is that I am hiring for, I will be looking for specific keywords within it. So if it is SEO, I'm going to be looking for all of the words within SEO to see what you have done within that area. I think there is something in tailoring your CV to a specific job, but I also think that that is only if you've literally had the experience in it. Like sometimes I won't write as much experience as I've had in events because the role isn't necessarily very, very focused towards events, but I have got a lot of experience in event marketing. And so it's like picking and choosing what I say. I don't do that too often, but I remember in my earlier career, I would either focus on like digital or I'd focus on general, depending on what the role I was going for was. So I like to have like a couple of different versions of my CV, especially when I was more junior, because I had experience in various different areas in marketing. And so it depended what role I was applying for, depending how much detail I went into in those areas, because I was also very conscious of, I didn't want to say too much. I needed to keep it to two pages and I wanted it to be succinct and to the point. So that is the cases where having a couple of versions of your CV is really helpful. However, that doesn't mean that when you read a job spec, you then look and edit your CV according to the job spec, because you want it to be according to your experience and what you're good at, not, oh, well, I want to get this job, so I need to change my CV accordingly. Do not do that try and stay away from describing as much as possible. And how I describe this is if you read a sentence on your CV 
And the sentence that you've written could be a sentence that goes in a job description, then you need to edit it to make it more personal to you. This goes back to don't write out a job description, but people get into the thing of going impact describing, impact describing, like keep it very succinct in terms of be very critical with yourself and go, could this be on a job spec? If it could be, how do you make it more personal to you? Or how do you add a little bit of your flavor to it? It might not be that you had an impact in, like you don't have an impact in that or you don't have an impact stat to show, but how can you just tweak it even a little bit to show something that is more relevant to you and your experience and not just pulled from a job spec? And then the final thing is, remember, how can you stand out from the crowd? Do you have an online portfolio? Do you have a podcast? (laughs) Very rare. Do you have, especially if you're in social media and you're going for a social media role, do you have an account where you are doing it in your personal time to build your skills and experience? That's a really good one as well. It also shows the passion that you have in that role. What have you done to stand out? In what way? And how can you amplify that? Because those things to show the passion that you have is what I personally really like. And it might not be that you've had heaps and heaps of of roles, but you might be doing something with in your free time to go towards it so don't think about like oh well that was in my free time it shows your skills so make sure that you put it in there if you're doing extra courses to further your marketing put those in there as well I love to see that because it really shows that you want to further your marketing education so yeah anything like that that you can just makes you a bit different from other people really really helps and I think that's it So I hope this episode inspired you to think, how can you, one, make those changes to your CV, two, make sure that you are updating your CV regularly, three, make sure that you are writing down the impact that you had within the business that you are working or whatever you are doing, because trust me, 10 years on, you're scraping the barrel trying to find those stats. And I don't have those stats anywhere because I don't have access to those mailboxes anymore. So it really drives me mad, especially from my earlier career, how I have so little to show from an impact point of view, like written down in black and white. Fourthly, think of what you can do and create to show your work in maybe a more visual or different way to go alongside your CV that you're building in the background. You might not need to show it anybody for years, but just having it as a baseline to start is going to be so valuable because you never know what you might come onto. You never know what opportunity might be presented to you. And having that in your back pocket is going to be so valuable. And then the final thing is what else could you do to show your passion for marketing? Whether that is learning more courses, whether that is having a side social media, whether that is having a big LinkedIn presence, whether that is literally starting something like a podcast or talking at events, whatever that thing might be, really think about it and think that how you can make yourself stand out from the crowd. So I hope this helped. Good luck with all of your CV writing. If you only take one thing from this episode, put a diary invite into your calendar for the end of every month, even if it's 15 minutes, the entirety of this year, and just write down of the impact that you had that month in marketing. It will help future you so much. I wish I could listen to this 10 years ago. (laughs) Whatever you are doing today, have an amazing day, enjoy your week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.